For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, we're here with author and blogger Tim Challies. Uh, well, Tim, as we said, uh, the first season of Stranger Things was highly successful, um, and that appears to be the case for season two. Uh, you know, as the trailer for season two dropped during the Super Bowl, it's received millions of hits, and of course it was very catchy with uh, Michael Jackson's thriller on that as well. Um, uh, now, we, we don't know the content of this season. You know, at the recording of this podcast, we don't know what all um, is going to be on this season, if there's going to be questionable content or not. But for the sake of argument, let's assume that there's something questionable in the season. Uh, what, what would you say to those Christians who state the importance of being culturally aware and knowing about a cultural artifact like the story of Stranger Things 2? You know, they would argue that regardless of the content, we should we should watch um, you know, Stranger Things too. And again, you've kind of hit on some of this, but can we go a little bit more deeply into this? Yeah. Um, well, again, I, I think there's this idea that we as Christians are called by God to engage in culture. And I guess maybe we need to define culture a little bit because we've got to draw a distinction between culture as in people and norms versus culture as pop entertainment. We blend culture and pop culture. And those are very different things. So if we need to engage people, that's fine. But I don't think that means we need to engage people's entertainment. Um, You know, right now we have the ability to fast forward through things or to turn our heads from certain forms of entertainment. That's fine. We've already sort of addressed why I think that's an invalid form of doing it because that doesn't negate what those people actually did for the sake of our entertainment. Um, but yeah, we as Christians are, we need to be in the world, not of the world. We need to be interacting with people, engaging with people. I don't see that pop culture really helps us in that. I don't see even more so that God calls us to do that, as if it's my responsibility before the Lord to be fully versed in what's going on on TV, on the radio, and so on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on Monday you were actually talking about Loving Our Neighbor, and that, that made me think of um, Alyssa Wilkinson, who's a writer at Christianity Today. Um, years ago, uh, she reviewed the movie uh, The Wolf on Wall Street, starring mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio and you know, directed by Martin Scorsese. And um, after she reviewed that movie, Trevin Wax of the Gospel Coalition uh, kind of critiqued her for even reviewing a movie like that. And I know they went back and forth and had some very helpful and kind articles um, at the same time. And uh, one of Alyssa Wilkinson's arguments was that this was a way of loving our neighbor. And she says this, and I'll quote her. She says, loving someone means being able to live life alongside her. It means being able to talk about what matters to her. So what would you say to those who claim that, you know, this is a way to love our neighbor, knowing what they're they're passionate about and, you know, being able to appreciate what they appreciate? 
I love my neighbor best when I'm living a life of holiness, when I'm living differently, when I'm living the way God has called me to live. So uh, if I'm helping my neighbor by doing something sinful, something inadvisable, something God forbids, I'm not actually helping. So I, I, I'm not going to reference that article in particular. So strike this. I'm not addressing Alyssa. I remember that exchange, but uh, I'm not speaking to it now when I say, I think for most people, most Christians, if they would just admit it, they just want to watch movies. They just want to be entertained. And they use this idea of engagement as a rationale. You know, they can say, I'm engaging culture in this. Um, and, and it's very convenient, even more so when it's sort of ramped up, as we've been talking about, to not just uh, something you can do, but also a moral obligation. You must engage culture. You'll be helping your friends and neighbors when you engage culture by watching The Wolf of Wall Street. Nonsense. Prove it from the Bible. You cannot, I don't think, prove from Scripture that this is our obligation. I don't think you can prove from Scripture even that we have the ability before God to do this, as if God is neutral about this or God is favorable toward this. I believe that it is just plain wrong for us to engage in entertainment that is of that sort. And I just want to think about the difference between a movie and a play. I think very few of us would go to a stage play that involved sex. If we had to see people up on stage take their clothes off and pretend to have sex with one another, I don't think we would go to that play. In fact, I think we would re react strongly against someone who went to that play. We would say that's wrong. What is the difference by putting a, by putting a projected image on a screen of the exact same thing? something that's been recorded through many takes to make it look as realistic as it can and all of that. There is no difference. Somehow this little screen, uh, somehow we allow that to change the whole equation. I think it's really, really wrong of us. Hmm. Yeah, once again, I think that's just helpful that you're you're bringing that up of how we, we separate ourselves from this. And it's really something I think you get into in the next story a little bit, just the face-to-face the -face communication that can, that humans have, and that's what we were designed for. And as you, you know, have this screen in between us, you know, um, that, that it, it just separates us from that, um, that scene and makes us, it kind of loses the significance and the power of actually being there and being present, but it doesn't change um, the fact that it's just, it's wrong to partake of that. Right. And, you know, you can read accounts of women who've had to go through this. In fact, uh, well, so you can read about Jennifer Lawrence and how she had to get blind drunk to be able to do her first sex scene and, and read about other actresses who haven't wanted to do it, but have been cajoled into doing it and just how hard it's been on them. Um, not only that, you can go out there and find documents on how they make. So these are documents from the Actors Guild telling how to make a sex scene and all that's involved. And if you read about these things, I mean, you realize there is serious nudity going on. There is a, a great attempt to make this look as real as possible. These are real human beings carrying out real sexual acts or simulations of real sexual acts for your entertainment because this is what you desire. So I'm not at all opposed to movies, but I think if we as Christians, if just Christians alone said, we're no longer going to movies that show full-on nudity, that show sexuality, right there, I think Hollywood would start to, to right the boat a little bit. I think we would have enough pressure just in us to be able to, um, to, to move them away from those things. Because how often are they truly essential to the story? How often could we have what would be a very good, helpful, entertaining movie except for those unnecessary scenes. That's very, very common. Hmm. 
Yeah, again, some very, very sobering words. And I would just encourage those who are listening to this conversation and even those who may be rolling their eyes at, at some of what is being said to, you know, definitely go back and check out some of these articles that Tim has, has written. I mean, a very compelling, very straightforward, um, very uh, sobering assertions um, of just what, what our cultural engagement should look like and, and, and the, the films that we are putting before our eyes because this is... Um, you know, it's extreme in one sense what you're asserting, but it's just extreme because we've we've come so accustomed to uh, putting some of this before our eyes. So, again, very, very helpful words, Tim. Thank you. Thank you.